Welcome back, listeners, to All Things Mysterious, where we discuss true crime, paranormal, conspiracy theories, and anything that just feels mysterious or unexplained. If you're new here, meet your hosts. I'm Jordan. I'm Matt. And we enjoy discussing all sides of everything and making each other angry. That is true. (laughs) But don't worry, we make it fun. (laughs) Fun for me. It is fun for you because you just make me angry all the time. It's your favorite thing to do. But I do too. I do too. I enjoy it. It's just what we do over here. But don't worry because we also bring you all sorts of fun things to listen to. So it's fine. It's totally fine. (laughs) It's fine. So anywho. What are we doing today? I've got a case that's got a little bit of everything for you. I'm sure most of you are familiar with one of the biggest names in aviation history. Sea monsters? Does it have sea monsters? Unfortunately, no. However, I'm sure if I dug deep enough, there's probably a theory for that. You already lied to me. I'm sure if I dug deep enough. I mean, I don't know. Are crabs considered sea monsters? Oh, you need sea monsters. They're kind of creepy. They live in the sea. I mean, you're kind of creepy too, but... I don't live in the sea, though. Actually, I really don't like the ocean. It kind of creeps me out. That really doesn't surprise me, honestly. The ocean freaks me out, man. There's so many things that live in there that we don't know about. That is true. I mean, you've done an episode on cryptids, and many of them were things that lived in water. Like, we don't know what lives in there. We don't know. Anyway, this episode is dedicated to what happened to... Amelia Earhart. Matt, what do you know of Amelia Earhart? Nothing. Never heard of her. Great. Awesome. Who was she? Amelia was born on July 24th of 1897 in Atchison, Kansas. So actually, she didn't live, uh, or at least wasn't born all that far away from here, which is kind of neat to think about. Um, Their family moved pretty often, so she really didn't have one specific place to call home. But she was known as being really independent and adventurous as a child, which pretty much stayed with her personality into an adult. So um, before she started flying, she actually studied nursing, which I didn't know about when I started researching this, which was neat to learn. And she went to school to learn how to care for injured soldiers, which I thought was neat. After the war, um, she did in fact go care for injured soldiers. She found herself back in school in New York for a pre-med program. Pre-med program. I can't speak today. Pre-med. Pre-med. I don't know, especially when you're going to, you know. Yeah, apparently dirt. I'm going to warn you guys, I don't know how we're going to speak today. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm feeling it. It's going to be an interesting episode. (laughs) First episode of four, so. It's going to be a really interesting four episodes between the two of us. (laughs) Anyway, at that point, she was in school, like college school, um, for a pre-med program, but she quit early to go live with her family in California. And that's when she experienced her very first ride on an airplane. And that is when the obsession began. And in 1920, she began to take flying lessons. 
And you have to remember that back in 1920, like, women's empowerment was not really a big thing. Back then, you really couldn't even have, like, your own bank account. You were more or less seen as, like, a man's property. I mean, you, I mean, you were. That's giving me a look, but you really were. Women were... I was just seeing how, how much I want to piss people off or not. I, you piss everybody off. It's what you do. I was just going to say, you know, so the good old days. Matthew! <laughs> For the record, I do not believe that at all, but I just had to say it. Ah, uh, he likes to piss us all off. It's what he does. I warned you. But anyway, she she's so cool, though, because, like, she was one of those people that just was so independent and she was like, nope, I'm doing my own thing regardless of what any of you think. So she began to take flying lessons and in 1921, she bought her very first plane, which was a Kenner Airster, and two years later, got her pilot's license. You can buy a plane without a pilot's license? Apparently you can. Apparently you can just own a plane, um, which is kind of crazy to think about. But I guess if you think about it, you can own a car without owning a driver's license. You just can't drive it. Well, you can't even get it registered. No, but you can own it, though. Well, I mean, yeah. You can't, though. You can, you can own it. You just can't drive the thing. Or ever get it registered. Or... Exactly. You can't do anything with it, but you can own it, though. Um, But then she... Keep in mind, that was two years later, so that was like 1923. She moved back to Massachusetts and worked in social work while still maintaining her, uh, her love for aviation. aviation. Jesus Christ, I'm like you today. I can't read to save my dang life. Oh, Lordy, what have you done to me today? I can't read. I can't read. I can't speak. I don't know what's wrong. Anyway, so it was actually in April of 1928... Um, that she was selected to be uh, to be on a special flight. The very first woman to fly across the Atlantic Ocean. Now, keep in mind, she, on this flight, was not the actual pilot. She was a passenger. But she was still going to be the very first one to fly across it. So, on June 27th of 1928, she took flight as a passenger from Newfoundland, Newfoundland Canada. I, why is, why, why can't I talk today? Why can't I talk today? I don't know what's wrong with me. I even had some caffeine. Anyway, and she- Maybe I should do less caffeine. Maybe, maybe I need less caffeine. I don't know. She landed 20 hours and 40 minutes later in Wales. And this- kind of was the start to her being like a celebrity because she was, you know, the very first woman and it was like, ooh, so cool. Very first woman to fly across the Atlantic Ocean. But in 1931, she decided to start setting other records for herself because of course she did because she's Amelia Earhart and she's like, no, if I'm going to be the first woman to go across the Atlantic, I'm going to do it myself, which is fair. Technically, she can't do it again. She was already the first woman across. As a passenger, yes. But then she was like, no, no, no. I'm going to fly it myself. Um, but she didn't start with that. So in 1931, um, she started with piloting what's called an 
Auto Giro. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. It's kind of like a helicopter. Um, and I had to look this up because I was like, what the crap even is this? Do you know what it is? Matt's just shaking his head no. Oh, I forgot him. <laughs> you have to speak for the microphone to record you. <laughs> Listen, it has been a long, long few days. It's So it's like a helicopter, but it's actually really neat. So the rotors at the top of it don't have a motor. But the rotors at either the front or the back, depending on the model, push the air up into the top of the rotors. And that's how it works. And so she piloted it to 18,415 feet, which was a record for the time. Because of course she did. Because she was like, nope, I'm going to be amazing and I'm going to do my own thing and I'm going to set records for myself. You know, she was focused more on learning how to fly good. We wouldn't have ever heard of her as far as her disappearance goes. Maybe, maybe not. She still set a whole bunch of records. I mean, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It seems like she's more interested in setting records than anything else. I mean, maybe. She did a lot of other things, though, which we'll get into in a second. So, in 1928, she decided to fly the Atlantic again on her own. And she did it way faster. The first time was 20 hours and 40 minutes. This time, she did it in 15 hours. But she had mechanical problems and hit bad weather along the way. So this time she was like, "Mm, you know what, I'm going to take almost the exact same route. She shortened it just a little bit. But she cut the time by like five hours and hit bad weather and everything else. And she was just like, no, see, I'm just better. Thanks. I'm sorry. I'm a really big fan of Amelia Earhart because it's just a women's empowerment thing. Because back then... Nobody was doing these things. I'm not saying that she's not impressive. so cool. She's definitely impressive. However, what I'm saying is, if she spent more time piloting and not trying to beat records... Well, how would she have beat all these records, though, without being a really good pilot? Well, I mean, when your sole focus becomes, you know, beating the record, you start taking shortcuts, you start making mistakes... I mean, it's fair, but there's still a whole lot of other things I have on this list. But I think that she really, I really think that she just was a good pilot. And because she was a good pilot, she was able to break the records. I mean, what little I do know. like a nature versus nurture thing? No, I mean, from what I've heard, she took a lot of risk up in there. She probably did. Because she was a very adventurous spirit. So that's entirely fair. She probably did take some risks. And, I mean, and none of, I don't want anybody to get this wrong, none of this negates what she went, you know, what she did, because she accomplished a lot. She really did. Especially for a woman in that time period. Oh, yeah. No, she was very adventurous, so it's definitely possible. She did, you know, she took a lot of risks that weren't really necessary, shouldn't have happened. That's fair. And, I mean, ultimately, it probably led to her death. No, no. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm not saying that you are, but that's entirely fair. The moral of the story is focus on flying. That's fair. Not records. I will say she also wrote a book and started a clothing line. 
So it wasn't just this. Like, she did do other things. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. And she started, like, um, a club kind of thing for um, women's aviation to hopefully get more women to become pilots. Which is really neat to me because she's like, no, look, you can do it too. We need more women. You know who I feel sorry for in this story? The navigator? Yeah, I know. I, I figured really? as much. I figured as much. I mean, don't be wrong. I would have I would have done it, but y- you know that other pilots and other guys were not as forgiven to them as we are today. That's fair. I mean... That's fair. And he had a family, too. Well, yeah, but I also feel like he wouldn't have gone if he didn't have faith in her. Or at least faith in his navigational skills to I mean, get them there. He was getting paid to go there, so I... Maybe he was just like, you know what, it doesn't matter how good you are at being a pilot, my navigational skills will get us wherever we need to go. And he was wrong. He was wrong. <laughs> we'll get to that. We will get to that. Jordan trying to jump ahead here. Yeah, yeah, me. I absolutely am dumping ahead. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jump, jumping what? Yeah, ahead, apparently. I told you I can't speak today. I don't know what's wrong with me. We haven't even gotten through one episode yet. We have four today. <laughs> well, 13 minutes in and you've already messed up 50 words. At least 50. <laughs> probably more than that at this point. I don't even know. Y'all keep a tally for me. See how, see how badly this goes. And it's not even, like, hard work. No, I know it's the easy ones. The hard ones I'm doing just fine with. <laughs> At least for the most part, mine are the hard words. I know, yours are the words that are actually difficult. No, I can't even just say ahead. <laughs> ahead. I don't know what's wrong. All right, let's move ahead. Okay, well, in 1935, she made two solo journeys back-to-back, being the very first pilot and technically the first female pilot to make the flight from Hawaii to California, and then the next day, Los Angeles to Mexico City. So. So she's the reason Hawaii is, doesn't like us now. Apparently. It's all her fault. It's all her fault, but you know, she was out there just breaking society rules, you know, doing what she doing. Ooh, look, there's a nice island, let's conquer it. I don't think she conquered it. She just flew to it and then flew out of it the next day. I honestly don't. I know this waste. They somehow became part of the United States, but I don't know how that. No, it wasn't. I feel like that was in the 50s. It was. Yeah, that was in the 30s. So. But I think it became a like a territory of the United States before that. I don't know enough history history to remember that. I can't even say history. I am so sorry. These episodes are going to be real weird, apparently, because I can't speak. So, down to the trip. The big trip. LSD or? Not that kind of Oh. In 1937, she decided she was going to fly around the world. And she decided to take a navigator with her, obviously. Um, His name was Fred Noonan. And they were using a twin-engine Lockheed Electra. Um, It was an aircraft that she was very familiar with. Um, They left on June 1st from Miami, Florida, heading east. 
only stopping to refuel, I'm sure to, you know, eat, use the restroom, rest. And then altogether, it's a 29,000 mile trip, 29,000. They reached Leh, New Guinea on June 29th, which was roughly 22,000 miles altogether. They stayed there until June 2nd, when they left again, heading for Howland Island, which is about 2,600 miles away. Now, apparently this island is known to be difficult to locate. So they had stationed, I found various sources on this, either two or three Coast Guard ships with lights on them and radios to help her and Fred navigate to the island because apparently this island's very difficult to find. But at some point when she was supposed to get there roughly an hour out, she radioed that she was going north and south, but was running out of fuel. And then the connection was lost and they were never seen again. Or were they? Well, that's the thing. So it's believed that she went down about a hundred miles from the island. So search teams were sent out and nothing was found. On July 19th of 1937, they were declared lost at sea and the search was given up. But people like me don't like leaving things unexplained. Wasn't there a, a little girl who supposedly heard a transmission from familiar? Not that I found. I think that was something along the lines of the radio that was transmitted to one of the co- uh, one of the Coast Guard yeah, ships. The, uh, I'll have to look it up, but I swear there's like a little girl who was on her ham radio or her dad's ham radio and heard a transmission for Amelia Hart and the dad had actually like contacted authorities and... Out of they, all the theories that I looked up and studied and studied and studied, I never found that one. I'm looking at it. Yeah, go for it, please, by all means. Now, the first one that I found, because I don't like leaving things unexplained, there was a photo that popped up that a lot of people believed to be Amelia. Are you paying attention or are you Googling? Both. Both? I don't know if you can do both at the same time. We'll find out. I don't have faith in you. (laughs) Um, Anyway, there was a photo that popped up and it resembled Amelia and she was sitting on a dock with a man that looked like Fred and the photo popped up in the Marshall Islands um, and people believed that she was captured by the Japanese. Now granted, Japanese were like, no, we, we definitely don't have her. But I don't love this theory for a lot of reasons. Um, so there was research done on this photograph and there's a few different things about it. I know, I know this one. Okay. The photograph was actually taken three years prior. It was in a textbook. Bam! Well, yeah, I would say there's no definitive time on the actual photograph, meaning it could have been taken earlier. And there was facial recognition done on the photo, and they did, like, proportion research on it, and the proportions on the facial like scans did not match Amelia's face. So they didn't also think that it was Amelia and Fred. Hmm. Well, this may be a different photo then, because I know there's one photo that they found in a, te- a Japanese textbook or something. Mm-hmm. 
and it was actually it was actually them at one of the ports but it was taken the textbook was printed three years before they disappeared yeah. yeah i think i know i think i know which one you're talking about because it had the plane in it too yeah yeah that's well, a different photo yeah well i don't think i had the plane i think they were on a dock so i had a ship but they well this research was done fairly recently but yeah they did research on it and her hairline wasn't the correct like distance from like her eyes or something I don't know science okay but it didn't match and the height proportion didn't match for fred now granted it could have just not been fred it could have been somebody completely different but that i mean it just there's that combined with the fact that it could have been many years earlier it just doesn't have to be what happened after it could have been many years before it could have been a completely different set of circumstances it doesn't it just doesn't i don't like it it doesn't make sense it maybe they were in japan for a completely different thing maybe it wasn't them all together i don't know blow this theory out of the water go for it you love blowing my theories out of the water you're over here googling whatever i am <laughs> did you find it what yeah. you're looking for well i didn't find exactly what i was looking for but yeah there are several like um, ham radio signals that were caught that were dismissed as bogus. That makes sense. Because they were, one, some of them were too far like north of where they thought she actually went to. That makes sense. Um, but no, there's one specifically that I remember hearing about that it was a little girl and she had told her father, father about it and he went to the Coast Guard and the Coast Guard basically said, no, she's, that's too far north of where and there was an island that one of the, I know one of the theories thought that maybe she crash landed on that island that was north of where she was supposed to be instead of south. Yeah. Um, and it was up closer to that island that the signal was heard. That makes sense because this island was supposedly really difficult to find, which makes sense because it's just a dot in the middle of the ocean. Like, like a yeah, island. It, it, I mean, yeah, but just it's random. It's Sorry, I was back on track. What was your th what was your theory? Matthew! I heard the first one. What are your thoughts on the first one then, sir? The photo. The photo. Um, I mean... I don't think they, that it just... It, the timeline doesn't... Problem with photos back then is you really don't know when they were taken. I mean, unless you get, like, credible, like it was printed in a newspaper or something. Uh, yep. I mean, it's not like they have timestamps on them or anything. So, really, photos aren't really the most compelling evidence, at least back then. Um, especially when you're trying to get a timeline, you know, yeah. of events and when it was taken so, no, it's not too compelling to me. There's obviously a lot of conspiracy theory people out there that are like, no, the Japanese definitely took her. But I think if the Japanese did take her, they probably would have been like, we have Amelia Earhart. I mean, I, I could see the Japanese taking, a, taking her and, you know, keeping her prisoner. But it would have came out by now. See, that's what I think. Like, I feel like they would have said something. I feel like they would have made some sort of 
hostage situation out of it. I feel like it would have come out. I, I don't think it would have came out at that point. I think it probably would have came out, you know, maybe in the last 20, 30 years or something. Well, exactly. By now, though, for yeah. sure. Especially since, you know, the Japanese and America are allies now, so it's not like they have any reason right. to keep it. But, and, yeah. You know, we all have our past that we don't want to remember exactly, but... Freaking accurate. Especially between Jap- Japanese and Americans. Yeah, we don't have a great past with them. We're good now, though. We're good now, though. I always want to go to Tokyo. It's too busy. It is too busy, but... It's it's just too busy. It's too people-y. I don't even, like, go... I just... It's too people-y. I just want to go to Japan in, in general. Just... While it would be amazing... Anywhere with that many people is just two people each. They got awesome technology, though. Yeah, they do, though. Have you seen, like, the vending machines and stuff? It's so cool. I wish, 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 wish we had those vending machines here. They're so neat, though. We got a vending machine for everything. I know. All right, anyway. ADHD moment. Literally, you don't have to talk to people over there. Yeah, there's still so many people. I know, but you don't talk to anybody. Yeah. They got that ramen restaurant that I've seen on TikTok that you don't even have to... It's like an yeah. introvert's, like, wet dream, and I would love it. I wish we had a restaurant like that here. We really do need better ramen restaurants around here. I don't, I don't care if it's ramen or not, but the fact that you don't have to talk to anybody. That's fair, because everyone here is, like, friendly like me, and we're like, Hi, hello, how are you? And I'm part of the problem, I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes, everybody, I am that person that's overly friendly. Literally, t- That you never could have guessed. It takes me about 20, 30 minutes to get, like, woke up and, like, get my friendly face on at work. <laughs> and every single time I go in there when Jordan's there. Because, yeah, she gets there before me because I do not sleep to And I'm still a minute late, so yeah. I comes in, like, 10 minutes late every day. I got big shoes to fill on that one. Uh, and I'm like, hi, good morning. Oh, like, shut up. <laughs> Don't talk to me yet. Not even coffee. Like, I don't even really drink coffee at work, but I just need, like, a minute to acclimate to the freaking hostile environment that I'm working at. It's true. By hostile environment, I mean working with Jordan. Yes, I'm horrible and terrible and mean, <laughs> and I'm so grumpy all the time. Good morning, how are you? She's worse than grumpy. She's happy. Yes, it's big happy. Yes, because the next, <laughs> next thing out of my breath is usually so-and-so screwed up. <laughs> Here you go. Deal with it. <laughs> All right. So, the next theory. Um, so, I've got technically three more theories, but then I'm going to combine the last two. So, like, there's two more theories, but then I'm going to combine the last two into, like, kind of one. So, the next theory is that she did, in fact, just crash in the ocean on her way to Howland Island. Because it's honestly the most likely theory because she did radio that she was running out of fuel and she was going north and south. But here's my thing. They did have ships positioned along the way so that she wouldn't get lost. But she radioed it, so, like, I don't know. I just... I feel like it's such a rookie mistake, and she had Fred helping her navigate. And... Now, here's the... They did only have, like, two or three ships, and that's not a lot, and it was between a lot of miles. But at the same time, if... They did crash, 
Since the ships were already in the water, I feel like somebody would have been able to find wreckage if that were the case. Now, granted, it was a small ship, and like, in the case of larger shipwrecks, like, I don't know, I'm just gonna throw out like MH370 or something, it's gonna be a lot easier to find wreckage of something that large, but it's it wasn't a big plane, so I don't know. And I'm kind of tripped up on that one because if they did crash, it's a big ocean in a small plane. Because here, here's what I know. I know that at some point she had, uh, I think she had like went up in altitude for some reason. See, Wait. I got conflicting reports on that, so I didn't include it because I got some that said she did, some that said she didn't. I mean, obviously. I couldn't completely confirm any of that, so I didn't want to include it because, like, if I can't, like, 100% say yes. Yeah. I, I do believe that, at least, obviously, I didn't do as much research on you. Well, obviously. From my memory, but. More, um, more my case than it is yeah. anything, so. Uh, she did, rate, you know, go up and altitude. And I think they did, they, there was, a, I think, some confirmation from radio transmissions that she was going up in altitude for some reason. And that's why I think maybe she went up in altitude and she was, you know, further along than she thought. And it she just flew possible. past the island, maybe. It's either that or she went up maybe so that she would coast further. And if, I mean, if you think about it, if you're higher up, you're probably going to be able to coast a lot further. Well, come. you are, but you're going to use a lot more fuel to get up there, though. That's fair. So, I mean, it's, that's why, like, a lot of the, you know, obviously, you know, Monday morning quarterback in here, but a lot of the pilots who, you know, who flew that type of plane said that, you know, if she did, you know, go up and out to, she probably, and, you know, would have stilled their fate, basically, by, you know, running out of fuel sooner. And that makes sense. But I know the island where she was supposed to land, there was an island to the east and an island to the west. Now, the island to the east was a little bit north, and the island to the east was a little bit south. And... It's possible she could have either accidentally landed on one of those or accidentally thought she was supposed to go to one of those just based on navigation or maybe Fred was accidentally navigating to the wrong one. Understanding that supposedly this island is really, really difficult to find regardless of the fact that there were ships supposedly guiding her along the way because it was that hard to find. There were ships guiding her because it was that difficult to figure out. Because I think that one ship closest to the island didn't just barely start getting like signal from her yes it was just a, it was a faint radio signal and then they got one saying she was going north and south and running out of fuel and then that was the last transmission that they got and she never came so i bet a lot of women can relate to that so many you don't even know <laughs> yeah that is how my mind works right, you're welcome i just had to but uh that's just where my brain goes because like if they crashed and they were fairly close because i feel like if he was an experienced navigator they would have been somewhere close to where they were supposed to have been and there were already ships close to there so why couldn't they have been found uh, the begs the question why they were going north and south anyways that was the direction they were going it was like this you can't see my hand, but it was yeah. north and south. From I, th I thought they were going east to west from the last place I stopped to where they were. Uh, maybe I didn't 
look at Google Maps right, but I really thought it was like a north and south kind of thing. Unless, I don't know. I could swear they were, I mean, at one point they were, because I think they had like a weird route or something maybe where they started east to west and then went north-south at some point. Maybe. maybe, I don't know. I don't understand aviation, so there's a solid possibility here. We'll have to ask Jack. <laughs> Should have Jack as a special guest? Yes. <laughs> He'd be so grumpy. It would be glorious. <laughs> But I don't, I, I don't know. I mean. I mean, maybe she thought she already passed it. So they turned around and were trying to go north and south to try and find a place back. I don't know. I mean, obviously the easy answer here is that she crashed. The, for me, the only variable is, is where. Exactly. Um, I feel like some, they, at some point they probably crashed regardless. Boy. I feel like the answer is solid that she crashed or landed easy, some, like i said that's the easy answer yeah exactly like i i they, the plane had to have come down it's not going to be still up in the air somewhere well maybe it's true i mean there are other dimensions <laughs> but now the question is where did it crash exactly uh no, obviously, like, if they thought the they were south of the island, there was a reason they thought it was south of the island. Obviously, they were wrong. Um, mostly because, like, I'm going back to the transmissions. Yes, and it's possible they just weren't searching in the right place and everything just, I guess, maybe it all didn't float. Maybe some pieces didn't float. I would think something of the wreckage would float, regardless of whether it was, you know, personal artifacts I would think something would float in there. Big ocean, though. It is a big ocean. That's correct. I'm not just looking at, you know, I mean, a kiddie pool. Yeah. I mean, look how many planes have crashed in the ocean and how many of them we actually recovered anything from. That's unless, I mean, true. Unless we know where it crashed. Because, I mean, it doesn't take long for the plane pieces to sink to the bottom. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's been planes that have crashed and, you know, right in front of people. And within an hour or two... Pretty much everything is sunk to the bottom. Yep. So it's not the fact that nothing's never nothing been found, which goes for at least a piece was found at one point. We'll get to that. Okay. So I was right. We'll get to that. Uh, but and then I know, like, a lot of people say, well, it wasn't found, so obviously, that you know, it landed somewhere, blah, blah, I'm like, that doesn't prove anything. I mean, it's a big ocean. I mean, what is it, like, 90% of our Earth is covered in oceans? Oh, yeah. 70%, I think. I don't remember. Pretty sure it's, like, 70% of the, 70% of the Earth is ocean. It's a huge number, I know that. It's a very large number. Which is why I'm terrified of the ocean, because, like, that's a lot of the Earth. And a lot of it that we haven't explored. Oceans are fun, though. N they're terrifying. They're fun. There's so many things in there that we don't know about. Which is why they're terrifying. Well, I mean, you'd say that about any body of water, though. I really do. I don't like going into streams or anything else that has stuff living in it. I like pools. I can see through them and mostly know what's living in it. Mostly. Where it's so chlorinated that other things really can't live in it. Our pool's <laughs> chlorinated and had frogs living in it. 
Not for long. <laughs> I played a little bit until they turned into big frogs. That's impressive. Or got or got ate by um, the pump. Yeah, those poor things. Doesn't take long. I mean, for frogs to lay, you know lay eggs and or whatever they do, and then you get a bunch of tadpoles. Tadpoles. And they're eggs with legs. And then they're yeah. Anyway. Fun little lesson for everybody <laughs> the frog. Alright, what's your next one? Frog lifespan. <laughs> Sorry guys, I'm trying to move it along. Okay, <laughs> <Kay>, so. <laughs> so the last theory, and this is my favorite one because there's actually stuff. Obviously, I guarantee you this one's gonna be like what, a Z minus or something, probably. I don't think they've invented a letter yet. Probably. That's your rating skill, so. Obviously, she crashed. Um, we think there's a possibility that she crashed on or near an island called Nicumararo. God knows if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but you know what? I can say that. I just can't say the other words today. So, bones were found in 1940 on this island, and it was thought that they could belong to Amelia Earhart. Oh, I remember this one. Yes. So... Originally, they were thought to belong to a man, but a study done in 2018 by a man named Richard Jantz found that they actually matched Amelia's measurements. Now, here's where I'm stuck, because supposedly they did a DNA test. However, I've also been told the bones were lost. <laughs> so that, that's what I was getting at, because this is the one that I heard that they've, they've lost all the bones. Yes. So, supposedly, they did a DNA test and it was not a match, but also the bones were lost, so I'm confused here. I mean, I'm wondering if they did a DNA test first and then the bones were lost? I'm not really sure. When, when I, at least when I heard, DNA tests and wouldn't have been around. So, unless they were trying this to... This was in 2018. Oh, I heard. Before that, right, too? But I was wondering if maybe they went back to the island and found, like, skull fragments, because I heard they found skull fragments. And then the bones that they were found were, like, the femurs... They didn't find a full skeleton. They found, like, the femurs and, like, um, the tibia. They didn't find a full skeleton, just a couple of the really big bones. And they used those to, um, yeah, I was like you know, with mathematics. Right? No, it was in the 40s. 40s, okay. Yes. But anyway. Yeah, because then they're like, no, nah, this can't be Amelia. So then they just discarded the bones. Yes. Yeah. Because why? Why would it, anyway? Well, I mean, I guess unless they found them. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, supposedly they also found small bits of what could have been the plane used by people who inhabited the island that were just using them for like random bits of like housing and stuff. Just small things like tiny parts of the plane, little little bits of metal things like that, but um, they also found a sextant, a men's shoe, and a women's shoe, all appearing American. Now, I'm thinking they managed to get off course, crash nearby or on the island. So either nearby or on it, I would think probably close to the island and some of it like washed ashore. They managed to get on the island and then one or both of them died on the island and they found either since supposedly the DNA didn't match, now I don't know what they're matching it to, because 
Not real or what? She didn't have children. Maybe they're doing his DNA. Well, they didn't match it to Fred. They were trying to match it to Amelia. I mean... So, I mean, maybe... Maybe she had a sister or cousin or something? Maybe her, like, extended family or something. I couldn't figure that out. I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I never heard about the DNA test, I don't think, but I did hear that the bones were lost. Cause... Oh, yeah, the bones were lost. Because the bones are always lost. Because why would you just keep them? Why? Why would you just... Why? That's stupid. We would never need to use those ever again. Let's just get rid of them. Oh, that's... A silly thing to do. Seems like a lot of cold cases like that. The reason. So many cold cases. People are like, mm, these bones are never going to be important. Toss. God, people make me so irritated. That's a person. That is a person. Why are we going to just toss? That's dumb. Don't do it. You know my feelings on it. I know you do. I know. I know all about them. There's also a theory that makes me <laughs> really happy, and I promised Alexis that I would include this. <laughs> There's also a theory that they were eaten by coconut crabs while they were there, which ironically makes actually a little bit of sense. Amelia's crab, crab shack. Well, it does though, because coconut crabs are used to cracking coconuts open and eating them. And they are apparently really, really tough crabs. And if they were already almost dead or already dead when they got to shore from, you know, crashing. Apparently, they did a test with um, an already dead animal. I think it was a pig and just like left it on the shore. Apparently, the coconut crabs just like swooped on in and dismantled the thing within a night. Bones included, just poof gone. Yeah, but there'd still be evidence. There were, but if you think about it, there were still bones. The big ones, and that's more or less what was left behind. So it's definitely possible. Possible and probable. I agree, but I promised Alexis that I would include that. That's just for you, Alexis, if you decide to listen. Because I had to include it. I had to. But here's my thing. like, So obviously the last two are kind of included. Like, What if they got off course, crashed... And then, like, tried to live or just didn't make it entirely. Maybe it's like Gilligan's Island. Oh, the theme song's gonna be stuck in my head. I hate you. Here on Gilligan's Island. Jesus, I Sit hate you. Sit right back and gather a tail. Jesus. Well, in the next episode, I have a different song that's going to get stuck in my head entirely for an entirely different reason. So anyway, at least the next episode that I do. I don't know about yours, but. No, the only, the only song that I mean is ringing through your head is hate. For yours? All right. Well, I'll wait till I start mine for my song to be playing in my head. It's a good song, but it's not the right song for my episode. It just gets stuck. But I don't know. What do you think? Like about all... I think that that's the most probable thing that would have that would have happened. Not necessarily about the crabs, but I had to include it because it was just interesting. I mean, for what I hear about the bone, I also just think she probably got a little overcomplicated, overconfident. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I know that they said that it could be a female, but I still think that they they calculated the weight based on the femur. Yeah. And I still or the height, not the weight, but the height. 
and I think the height was still off from what they calculated. Uh, so, but regardless, obviously it doesn't matter. We can speculate all we want. Yep. Uh, my, I mean, I think they crashed into the ocean and they're, you know, in Davy Jones' locker right now. That would be a good episode. Davy Jones' locker? Yeah. Davy Jones, just all together, would be a de- decent episode. Anyway, that's kind of wh- that's kind of what I think, but it's still, it's just really sad. I think she got overconfident or one or the both of them just got lost along the way because it was a difficult island to find. And I mean, like I said, overconfident, risk taken. Yeah. She, like I said, she seemed like she was more interested in breaking records than anything else. Yeah. She was still an icon, though, man. Oh, she was. And I'm not saying that to, like, diminish anything she did. I just think that, like, Icarus, she flew too close to the sun. Yep. Then the wings melted and she crashed and burned. She took poor Fred with him. Poor Fred. He didn't deserve his fate. At least I don't think so. To be honest with you, I really didn't look Fred up very much. Maybe maybe Fred's the ghost of our office. Maybe Fred is the ghost of the office. I really don't know. First thing I thought of when you said his name. His name is Fred Noonan, but... I don't know. I mean... I mean, regardless, like, I know that there's some, there were some theories that she survived and she was living... So wasn't there a lady? Yes, there's a theory that she survived and was living under another alias or something. And I was like, I'm like 99.9% sure that's not correct. Because how would she have gotten anywhere else? Did the, the, the lady actually had to sue the newspaper because they kept saying that it was she was a melee. Yeah, it's just this... I was I couldn't even include it because it was the most ridiculous thing and I'd like I know I've included some weird conspiracy stuff before but I couldn't even include it because I just I couldn't even type it out correctly because like it there's no merit to it there was no merit at all like yes Amelia landed somewhere else got a completely new identity just decided suddenly that she wasn't going to be this person anymore it just goes completely against everything that she already had stood for in her life, and I couldn't see it happening. To be fair, most conspiracy theories are baseless like that. They are, and it just it didn't make any sense to me based on who Amelia had showed herself to be in her life up to that point, and I just couldn't see it being true. Although, I will say, for someone that wants to break records and, you know, be exceptional in that instance... Her crash in the plane could have had a very profound psychological effect on her. Oh, yeah. It very well could have, or just not breaking the record at all. I mean, that, that's the only reason that theory to me has a little bit... Not necessarily that she came back to the United States and lived, you know, under a student or whatever. Um, but that's why that, to me, that theory has... You know, that she survived and she moved somewhere on there, a new identity. It just... Because... For someone like that, like... Very little tiny bit. She obviously was competitive and, you know, she was wanted to break all the records and, you know, do all these things. So, you know, you take that away from somebody and, you know, crash. You know, especially you're talking about, you know, in the, what, 1939? When, when did she crash happen? Uh, 37, I think. 37. 
So you know, the 19, late 1930s, you know, she's already doing all these things that men are telling her she can't do. Yep, that she crashes, and that takes a solid hit to your ego. Yeah. Just really does. And she, I mean, that would have hit your psyche pretty hard. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that, that's the only reason that I think that that could be possible, because obviously that, but still there's the logistics of her, you know, somehow making it back with nobody, you know, seeing her. That's exactly where I'm at. Like somebody, I feel like somebody would have recognized her and there's all the logistics of how she would have gotten back. No. And, and somebody would have saw her. There, so. There's just too many logistical things behind it. Like how would that have worked? But I mean, either way, even if she did survive, she's dead at this point, so. Yeah. Just doesn't make sense. Plus the stuff that they found and potential bones being found, even though I'm thinking there's a possibility that might have been Fred's or they might have just been somebody who li- just lived on the island. It just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. You know, it makes more sense for them to have just crashed. A mistake was made. It's unfortunate and it sucks. She was an icon. Yes, she made a mistake and that sucks. She got way overconfident, much like Icarus and just sorry. Much like Jordan. Yeah, apparently I can't read words today. So, <laughs> we're getting a little bit better as I go. <laughs> oh, we're still only one episode in. One episode in, you guys. It's fine. Three to go. <laughs> All right. On that note. Thank you all for listening to All Things Mysterious. You can find our social media in the description below, and we would appreciate it if you would follow the podcast, subscribe, and do all of those fun things, comment, you know, all those things that would be really nice if you would really like Facebook. Um, it really helps us out. It would be really nice. Okay, thanks. As always, we keep you guessing.